I um I get tested every uh every other day now. Uh, to, I know it's to to it's in the contract for the opera I'm doing right now mm. that we have to go but but I don't have the bad one though they just swab the inside of your nose like five times so it's really easy okay is it a rapid test or a PCR test uh it's rapid yeah um it 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 somehow turns out that I take the test and then a couple minutes later when I'm down there in my dressing room but they've already sent me the results I don't know Ooh. how they do it so quick but it's really science easy. Science! That's how they do it. That's science! science. Good callback, Lady. Thank you. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Who's our guest today? Adam? Adam Sank? Adam Sank. But you know what that means. That Brett's going to be late? No, but you know what that means. No, what? Because we get to turn on the jar machine again today. Ah, we get to turn on the jar machine! <laughs> Every time we have a guest whose name begins with A. That's true. Or a last name that begins with A. I'm willing to completely fudge the rules here. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You can just I don't give add a an fuck. A on every guest. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> Our guest today is Mark A. Normand. <laughs> there you go. A is Mealy. Yay. A, Liz Mealy. No, A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lady, um, did you grow up in Albuquerque? I did, yeah. Uh, born and bred, and I hardly left until very recently so nice yeah so the upcoming tour is going to be a bit jarring but exciting awesome cool yeah. Ooh. do yeah. they do they teach all albuquerque children isotopes history <laughs> no not at all uh i i know no. very little i just enjoy going to the games so just to be clear you do not know the origins of the albuquerque isotopes baseball team even <laughs> though you went to a baseball game just like yesterday the other day right yeah, do you want to tell me? Why? What am I missing? I would love to tell you. <laughs> Lady, what did I say to you earlier today? <laughs> you I warned said, me not to mention MacGyver. You didn't say no, anything. I said, oh, I said, are we going to talk about MacGyver? Is this I what said, this is about? I said, if you ever want Rob to talk effusively about something, not that there are so many subjects that Rob won't talk effusively. He has a lot of thoughts on a lot of things, but bring up MacGyver. That'll be one of them. <laughs> No, there we go. This is a perfect thing for me to walk in on. Oh, <laughs> I have wonderful. so many questions. Can we just, before you tell this, can we just oh, do sound check before Adam gets in? Yeah. yeah of course. Uh, hey, it's Brett Druck. I'm not Jared Bernstein. Uh, I like the timbre and richness of your voice, but I would say it's just a smidge louder <laughs> than Jared right now. You don't have to sugarcoat the sound check, Rob. <laughs> Brett, the silvery, velvety, dulcet tones of your voice. <laughs> are a little louder than Jarrett's. Screeching, <laughs> mewing. Uh, thank you. I Thank you for considering my um, fragile ego. <laughs> uh, While I how, feel how as though I your voice is Mel Torbe <laughs> making love to Frank Sinatra, it might be best to lose a touch of volume. <laughs> and how am I now? Am I still? Oh, uh, this is love? perfect. No, no, I okay. love this. this is and what, what's perfect about it, Rob? <laughs> just, just that blend of is baritone bass. You know <laughs> that that cusp. Your control of your range is fantastic. Like skiing down fresh powder. That's what your voice is. <laughs> you see, this is why we record the sound checks. They're like they're a, always... like a newly lubed Porsche. 
I didn't even book Adam. He just heard newly lubed. <laughs> newly and lubed. Here he is in the Zoom. <laughs> I'm always showing up uninvited. You have a fancy mic? Yeah. Uh, I would definitely that? love that. Yeah, yeah let's fancy do fancy mic. mic. Oh, fancy, fancy mic. mic. We got fancy yeah. mic. We love a fancy <laughs> mic. Right. Yeah. It's just going to take a sec. Hello. Sure, okay, I'll take some time. In I'm the meantime, I can. <laughs> Is that a snifter you have there? <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> what do I drink water out of a cup like a like a farmer? Lady, you're gonna you're gonna hear this this isotopes thing. It's it's. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty close to set up. Hello. Oh, how do you like me now? Wow. How do you like me now? Okay, you sound great, Adam. You look great. Thank you. And the most important thing is that Rob didn't get to tell this thing he wants to tell. Oh, I'm going to tell it. <laughs> I know you are. That, that's the beauty of it. But uh, I'm just glad that I'm Rob, like MacGyver, can take whatever he has in front of him and turn it into what he wants to talk about. <laughs> okay. So uh, real quick, I promise this will be quick enough. Uh, Lady Corbin, who is going to be drawing uh, jokes from our episode today, and we're going to see at the end our jokes in some kind of picture form, which is really fun. Adam, uh, she, Lady, oh, Lady Adam. Adam. Yeah, Adam, this is Lady. Lady, this is Adam. Uh, Hi. And she's just a great delight. She's a great addition to the show. She pops in a lot. She's a frequent guest, and she's always usually present at our live shows as well. Nice. Uh, she grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where she currently still resides. She just mm. went to an Albuquerque Isotopes baseball game a few days ago. And I asked her if she has any idea or if it was standard material for schools in Albuquerque to teach the origins of that of that name. She said she doesn't know it. They don't teach it in school. Unbelievable to me. So just so you're aware, ladies, you can tell all your friends. If you've ever watched the show The Simpsons, I'm sure you've heard of it. Okay, good. Homer works for the nuclear power plant in Springfield. The nuclear power plant has a baseball team. They call them the Springfield Isotopes, uh, oh. just because it's based off of the nuclear power plant. So in season two, uh, he becomes the mascot for this team. He becomes Dancing Homer, and he just dances, and people really like him. Eleven years later, there is an episode called Hungry Hungry Homer, where Homer becomes aware that Springfield is planning to sell the team and move the team to Albuquerque because they finally have gotten like more popularity. And he's like, they're going to sell the team to Albuquerque. And they tried to silence Homer and make sure that he didn't tell anybody. But he went on a hunger strike until they admitted the truth. And then they like turned him into a gimmick. They're like, hungry, hungry Homer. He's on a hunger strike until the isotopes win the pennant. And he's like, no, that's not why I'm doing this. <laughs> so he gets all mad. But anyway, uh, he definitely he ultimately thwarts them and they don't move the team to Albuquerque. Years later, still the uh, minor league team in Albuquerque, the Cannons, I believe, uh, were going to change their name. So a local radio station asked its viewers to help pitch in for what they should change the name of the team to. And an overwhelming majority said, the Albuquerque Isotopes, obviously. And the owner of the team said, that sounds like a plan. So the name of that team is a direct reference to uh, The Simpsons. I never even ago. questioned why The Simpsons are like all over the the park either. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes that's sense. Really Weirdly enough, neither did, the, neither did the owner. He was just like, that's what the people want. He has no idea. I find the story fascinating. <laughs> that's great. Whoa. I had no idea. You don't wow. usually hear a Marge impression. That's yeah. not. Yeah. That's up there with like a Lisa impression. Those one of like the only impressions I can do. 
Oi, boy, boy, boy. Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Our guest is Adam Sank, host of the Adam Sank radio show. Uh, it's a daily podcast, I believe. It is a weekly podcast, in weekly fact. Weekly podcast. And hilarious comic. So delighted that you could join us. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, Does Adam sound okay to you guys? Why? What, what is it that you're hearing there? I'm Mr. hearing, I, I, I was like, thinking like a it's a little hot stuff? and little like gurgly background noise. I have a fan blowing in my face. Mm. If I turn it off, I'm going to start to schwitz. Listen, I could turn on the AC. Um, All right. Turbulent. Hang on. All right. He's going to bail us. <laughs> <laughs> he just leaves. Oh, never Lord. comes back. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yeah, sure. One sec. Vroom. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes to Chipotle. I thought it was that thing where there were going to be all these sound effects. Like it took so much effort to turn off his fan and turn on his air conditioner. Like, hold on, just give me a second. Sound of someone falling down a flight of stairs. Come on, yeah. baby. No, it's okay. a small apartment. So. Are you still hearing that sound, Jared? No, it sounds, no, much better. It sounds, it sounds great. great. Volumes sound good to me. Anybody, Is there anything else? else I need to do for you, Jared? Oh, actually, well, sounds a little now high. you sound a little louder. Yeah, actually, high, God's yeah, sake. I'm sorry, you gotta take it down. Yeah. I'm glad you did that, though. Yeah, your now normal levels are, are your normal levels are good. Your righteous right. indignation is peaking a little. I will I will try to stay calm and placid and use only my dulcet tones going forward. That's great. Ooh. It's so good to see you, Adam. I feel like there there was an open mic that I used to do regularly, and I used to see that you there all the time. It was like a weekly Adam check in. Do you remember this? So I never did open mics, but I think I just made that up. I just completely made that up. Then I completely made that up. Found them to be a complete waste of time. But I think (laughs) you may you may be thinking of the Laughing Devil, uh, Steve Hofstetter's uh, first Wild Club in in Long Island City. Mm -hmm. I had a weekly. He gave me like the weekly uh, audition show. I was the host and producer of that show. Yeah, and I think that is how we met because I think you, I think we passed you. I think you won one of the laughing devil con- you know the weekly contest that we had to see like who would become a club regular oh i didn't i didn't win but i did do really well and afterwards steve was like oh i heard that you had this like the best joke it was the um uh re- it was the baby being born in reverse joke and <laughs> then he was like yeah that sounds killer i don't i can't i don't understand why you didn't you know like advance or something like that mm. yeah so mm-hmm. i did that for a couple of years actually and then um the club closed Yes, that is true. Generally what happens in my career. <laughs> <laughs> anything, uh, we usually do a little check on, check in, catch up. Uh, anything on your mind, Adam, that you, anything going going on this week that you yeah. want to talk about? Um, you know, it's like the same old, same old. Our democracy is dying. Mm. Uh, yes. People are dying from a disease uh, against which they could easily be vaccinated. It's like the same shit every day. Just read my Twitter. It's all the same <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so well, I mean, we have this Thanks. is our first time having you on, uh, you know, th- and we started during the pandemic, so we could use that as a weekly catch up for the entire pandemic. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's why I said same old, same old. It's, okay, it's not yeah. a lot to no. And then you know, I promote my podcast whenever I can. That's kind of it. That's, That's all I where, got. Where Where are you coming from, Adam? Uh, Manhattan, West Forty okay, Seventh. Right. Hey, all right. I'll be down uh, there a little yeah. later today. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm actually, glad that your dog could make a cameo. Also, did you see her? She yeah, just like stood up to shake so for cute. a moment before so she went cute. back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually tonight's an exciting night for me because I am. Uh, I've been seeing this guy for about a month, 
And tonight is the first a time. A guy? I'm- yeah. <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> I've, decided, I've decided to make this podcast my coming out platform. <laughs> Lady, you got to draw this. I mean, if you can. <laughs> I know it's a shock, but I am, in fact, a homosexual. Can you guys give me a second? I just got to tell my sister to go home. I was going to try to set you guys up. Uh, I mean, it's not out of the question. We just used up our straight white guy slot on a gay guy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so tonight I'm seeing his apartment for the first time. I'm going to Brooklyn and spending the night. Very exciting. Oh, cool. It's a big step. How long have you guys been seeing each other? We met, (laughs) this is so cliche, we met on the Friday night of Gay Pride, which was uh, just about a month ago at the sleaziest gay bar in New York City, the Eagle. (laughs) Does that mean it was like the end of the night? (laughs) It was actually, funny story, it was actually the beginning of the night. Oh, you started the sleazy bar, okay. And the Eagle is one of those places where, like, you can just basically have sex anywhere if you'd like. And uh, we met and we were fooling around within seconds. This is what's fun about being gay. And uh, (laughs) I said, I said to him, I know this, <laughs> and not that unusual. I said, I said to him, I know this sounds crazy, but would you like to leave with me right now? Ooh. And he was like, totally. Nice. And he came home with me and we spent the whole night together. And uh, we've, we've basically been on, we've had like four of those sleepovers ever since, but they've all been at my place. So I'm, I'm going to actually venture out to, to the Brooklyn, the land of my ancestors <laughs> and see, uh, see what's doing. That's I like awesome. That. Are you nervous that like something's not going to add up? Like there's a reason he came over to your place every time? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking there's probably like a boyfriend in the apartment oh. that I don't know about. <laughs> or a girlfriend. I mean, it is oh, Brooklyn. No. Yeah. I was thinking he's a hoarder. But if you <laughs> were thinking boyfriend or girlfriend, it seems like he wouldn't invite you over then. If that was well, the case, right? Frankly, being a hoarder to me would be worse than having another boyfriend. <laughs> like I'd be fine for someone to take the uh to t- you know take the this pressure off me once in a while, but I'm not going to sleep in a messy apartment. What if he's hoarding boyfriends? <laughs> I mean, it could be fun. Adam, you you made me think of a silly thing where because you said you met him on Friday on Pride, and I was gonna ask if you were also on Grinder, and I had this funny thought in my mind of like what Grinder might look like on Friday night during Pride if you were to actually like swipe onto it. And I just had this moment of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's kind of that thing. It's kind of that thing where if it's a big night out, mm-hmm. then the only people who are gonna be on Grinder are like losers. Ah, yes, 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 that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're like, look it's around. Like, is, yeah, why, why, yeah, I can just open your swipe eyes. on people. I can literally touch them and swipe oh, yes. on them. I right. made out with that dude without even saying hi to him. Because you're, if you're even moderately attractive, you can get laid on Pride. So you shouldn't have to be on Grinder. Grinder's for like, you know, a Tuesday at 2 a.m. when you've ah, like yeah. done a little too much crystal meth and you just need like a little quickie. I'm not speaking from experience, of course. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like every holiday is you sort of want to be coupled up for it already because if you're not that it's a little bit lame but i can imagine that pride is different like you want to be single during pride is that accurate is it depend on who you are again it's different for the gay for the gay guys because it, having a boyfriend does not preclude you from having a Ooh. wild sexy time on mm. a holiday like you can go out with your boyfriend and still wind up in bed with like five other guys by the end of the night. So it's, I see what you're right. getting at, but no, 
it, I, all things considered, I would rather be coupled up for all holidays just because it's more fun to walk in with someone and, and leave with that person than to like walk in by yourself and be like, hello, will someone pay attention to me? I mean, I, I'm generally with a group of friends anyway, but yeah, it's right. having is a boyfriend that- is like security. We, uh, we may edit this part out, Adam, because we don't like perpetuating stereotypes <laughs> about gay people and promiscuity. So, you know. And honestly, Adam, you should know better. <laughs> <laughs> I am a walking gay stereotype. So Sorry. Wow, stereotype. that's problematic. It's really problematic. <clears throat> My stereotype of gay men is that they always walk into a bar and go, Hello, will anybody pay attention to me? So that I uh, people told me that's not true, but now I have proof. So I it's actually more like a lesbian bar, to be honest. (laughs) But uh, their lesbians are are sort of downers. But um, (laughs) no, it uh, listen, I I haven't dated anyone seriously in a decade, so I'm actually kind of excited, even that I met someone that I want to date, regardless of where it goes. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. Well done, man. I, uh, my dad just got uh, out of open heart surgery, which was yeah. unexpected, oh, wow. but uh, was successful. Hey. Did He's they finish? The yeah, <laughs> they finished. Um, is it closed? Uh, yeah, it closed. is closed. Yeah. Um, they uh, were going to do a, a triple bypass, but then they, one of his arteries is too small, so they did a double pi- bypass. Really cool surgery. They just like take spare parts uh, from you, and instead of like Normally, you try to unblock an artery, but if it's too blocked, then they just reroute the blood flow using these arteries as like spare pipes. Um, so cool. Really, really cool. Where do they get the spare parts from? From you, like different places Other. that you have arteries. <laughs> um, Did they ever used to get them from pigs? I feel like they used to get them from pigs. Uh, I don't know the history on that. No, you're uh, thinking of the valves. There was a there was a uh, guy who got a heart mm. transplant from a like like a valve transplant from a pig, and he wound mm. up dying. Ah, oh, uh, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, so I but, uh, my dad's alive. So uh, that's cool. But that's I had great. a fun, weird moment when I was checking in where I was like, hey, I'm Brett Druck. I'm here to see my father, Michael Druck. Um, and they were like, uh, what's the name? And I was like, Michael Druck. And they were like, and I was like, I'm, I'm his son. And they were like, and what's your relationship to him? And I was like, he's my <laughs> father. And then they were like, okay. And I was like, was that a test? <laughs> this is like that riddle, you know? It's like, he's my father. He's like, ooh, but your father's in surgery right now, so... Okay, let's there. She's my sister. She's my daughter. She's my sister. She's my daughter. I'm so glad you're uh, not he's surgery. doing okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, he's, he's in the IC right now waiting on a normal bed, um, but... It went well, and uh, he's just uh, just recovering, and that's it's just nice. It was very very nerve wracking. Yeah, of course. But, What's these uh, ETA for coming home? Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, we'll, hopefully, it'll be soon. Uh, the The surgeon was like the surgery went super super well, so uh, hopefully Great. it'll be within like the next couple of days, and then it's like a four week road recovery. What was really interesting is I watched a video to learn about the triple bypass, and the doctor that was explaining it at the end of it was like, "My favorite part is that." Uh, is is the people who don't necessarily realize how much the blocked artery was affecting them. And not only do they return to the normal and not have a heart attack that they were before the surgery, but they actually start to improve beyond that. They feel like Ooh. they have superpowers. Yeah. Ooh, wow. um, so it'll be really mm. interesting for my dad, who's always kind of like feeling like, ah, I, I, I messed yeah. up. I'm, I fell asleep. You know, I did, you know, <laughs> it'd be just to, to regain some of that uh, autonomy and it should be cool. That's so great. I yeah. just you just made me think of I love the idea of a of a really boastful doctor because doctors usually come out and say the surgery was a complete success, 
You should have seen me in there. I mean, <laughs> I turned to the nurse, right? She's like, oh, there's no way. This is so blocked. And I was like, oh, you wait and see what I'm going to do. And then, oh, I just got in there. <laughs> just, I love that. They're just like, it was as a good, ah, mwah, complete success. I, the, the team is behind him like, oh, man, MVP, MVP. <laughs> Beforehand, it looked like traffic in downtown Los Angeles. Now I got them lined up like rockets. They can see the play-by-play. So we were thinking of doing the triple bypass, right? But now actually, one of these. I'm looking at one of these. I'm like, there's no way. I, there's just no way. So then, what do I do? Yeah, what do I do? So Greg's like, what are you gonna do? And I'm like, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a double bypass. All right. Forget about uh, we go in there, we're trying to do a triple bypass. <laughs> we see one of the valves is too small. Everyone else in the operating room is like, well, I guess this guy's dead, right? <laughs> ah. Not on my watch. Nuh-uh. So I rolled up my sleeves, which you're not supposed to do because it's not sanitary. <laughs> and uh, how about you, Jared? Uh, okay. Your mind? Yes. Any open bypasses? Lots of things. So, uh, Kirsten, her family was in town for the weekend with oh. the, they were, they were going to come in town to visit, but the real purpose, the express purpose was they've never met my family. And when I say my family, I mean my mom, and my sister, my dad passed away a couple years ago. And here's the thing. I was so excited about this. It's okay. My mom and Brett knows this cause he's met her is so funny and so charming that I, I, I'm sure Kirsten's family likes me a whole lot, but I wanted them to meet her so badly because it would have been like I was friends with Tom Cruise. You know, <laughs> just it reflects so well on me to have someone so charming and so funny be my mom and she loves me. You know, I was like, I'm gonna have so much more cred in my, in my, uh, you know, what do you call it? In my in-laws family after they meet my mom. You know? It could have worked the other way though. They could have been like, wow, the mom is awesome. <laughs> why didn't she inherit. give, why didn't she, in, he didn't inherit any of that. The apple really <laughs> fell very far. From that. Like he must take after his father. The apple. <laughs> Get away from me, apple. If you don't, you don't want a mom who's like so charming that they'd rather hang out with her. Yeah, no, I mean, they yeah. would, you know, yeah. like she's that great. But at the same time, I think, you know, as opposed to being like, why is this a downer? Like, maybe they see like where my energy is coming from, you know, like, oh, I got this vibe. This explains everything. And vibe. Yeah, exactly. You know, so we had a, we had a lot of fun. We we walked all over town together. We had this great lunch with my family and her family where we all had a blast. We looked at a couple of wedding venues in the city. We're at that stage of the of the planning and then, you know, like we we just had like a nice week where we didn't do anything. And now Kirsten and I are both feeling a little under the weather. We think we have cold. I took a COVID test, oh, came no. back negative. But we were worried because we were with our families and my mom is super old and, you know, out and about eating at restaurants and stuff like that. So it could have been, but COVID so test negative. So we should be good. Pretty intense strep going around. Oh, maybe it's strep. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing about strep is that it goes away really quickly once you get antibiotics. The bad thing is that it very rarely goes away without antibiotics. Well, shit. Okay, well, I got to go back to the doctor then. You I would guess. know if you had strep. You'd have a fever. You'd have giant, like, pus things in your throat. Like, it, strep is bad. Mm, okay, I'll Google that's the symptoms like, later. That's like day three. There's an incubation period. I can't yeah. wait to look it up to find out if I have it. <laughs> you know, and completely stress out about it. 
I, yeah, I, I don't want to go back to the doctor, but thankfully I've got my 100th visit punched on my card. So <laughs> basically free. So the next one's more expensive. <laughs> they charge you more when you finish your punch card. Yeah, that's basically how insurance companies work. <laughs> it's the worst customer loyalty program. <laughs> They're like, do you have a rewards card? You're like, no. No, no, no. Wait a no. minute. I know that fucking face. <laughs> my first time i've never been to a doctor before today <laughs> so how does this work do i tell you what i'm feeling or you know do you like do an x-ray or something i'm complete novice i'm in your hands guys i just was uh fighting with my not with my insurance company but with my mail order pharmacy because i have this prescription testosterone gel that i have to rub on my shoulders every morning or i start becoming a woman oh uh, because I have low testosterone, not because I'm trans. Uh, that's a whole separate issue. But I ran out of it and I needed a refill. And for some reason, this is a controlled substance. They act like I'm ordering heroin wow. in like gel form. And it took like a month for it to get filled and shipped to me. And I can feel the difference. Like after you've been putting on testosterone every morning for years and then you suddenly stop, you feel like sluggish and weak. And I feel like my chest is sagging like i just don't i'm not you hear that lady you hear that lady yeah that's not how you normally feel just <laughs> weak and chest saggy this you chest know. is not saggy you, you're, you're she's way too young to sag but yeah. i'm i'm 50 years old and the reason i look like this is because of this synthetic testosterone i've been applying to my shoulders for the last wow. 10 years I'm gonna give you the the longest held hug next time I see you. Try to get some of that tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh Adam, it's so good to see you. Just, ah, I missed you. Let me get Don't in there. Let's get some skin on skin Ooh, action. Spill, spill the tea. <laughs> they, <laughs> they give you all these warnings about the testosterone. You're never allowed to get it near uh like young boys because it will send them into early adolescence and their genitals will grow extra large. Oh, and I'm like, what a shame. Uh, why was I pain. not given this option when I was like 10? So I uh, like, so I guess that explains it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just taking grooming to a whole nother level. Where just like, hey, kids. Favor you can do. <laughs> you want some tea? <laughs> no razor blades in this candy. Don't worry. Just <laughs> testosterone gel. You have, uh, Adam, do you have like nephews or anything? or like I uh, do. Oh, so that, that, that could be a risk. Like they stay with you for a week and they come back as men. <laughs> <laughs> I love Uncle Adam. Let's watch back. SpongeBob. <laughs> they come back as porn stars. They're like, I don't know what else to do. I got a 10 inch dick. What am I supposed to do with my life? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't this seem like a bad like, side effect to me. He's like trying to play blocks with me, right? And I'm like, get your fucking dick off my blocks. Right? So I just knock his blocks over with my giant dick. (laughs) (laughs) The weird thing is it has no smell to it. It's odorless. But when I first put it on, if I walk outside and I pass a woman, I've had this happen a number of times. Women are like, oh, my God, you smell so good. What are you wearing? Oh, interesting. That is crazy. I know. Sounds like a great drug. I know. You used to get a big dick and women notice you? No, you only get the big dick if you start taking it as a child. I waited far too long. But you guys should go go to your doctor, have your testosterone checked. If it's below normal, boom, you're a candidate for testosterone therapy. Three months later, I could be a man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why do you rub it on your shoulder? 
Uh, well, it, it it like gets absorbed by your skin. And I guess for some reason, your shoulders and arms are like the most absorbable place. I'm not sure if, if it were up to me, I would like put it other places. But uh, this is yeah. what's recommended. So I do what yeah. I do as I'm told. You know, maybe I am low T. I'm very kind. I've never thought about beating a woman like once. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. That's, no, that's toxic masculinity. That's a different tea. That's a different tea. I was just I was oh. gonna say, no, that's just called you're not an asshole. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> it really is about like uh your energy levels more than anything else. Mm. All right, sure, sure, sure. That makes sense. Did you hear about um, the woman who um you know is being precluded from uh racing in her specific Olympic event because her tea is too high? Yes. That they're just saying, Well, oh, you're not a woman by our Olympic standards. And right. she was specifically targeted because she crushed it in the 2016 olympics is this uh, this isn't the trans weightlifter this is not the trans weightlifter. this is the 1600 meter runner hmm. and uh, i mean if she if she was doing both and killing it i would be like all right there's maybe we should <laughs> we should there's something's going on both at the she, same time she, <laughs> she she's a woman she just has naturally high testosterone she she crushed that event and then they decided for this event and this event alone between a thousand and two thousand meters something that specific for running that is like no nah, we're gonna have maximum t levels beyond that what? you can't compete so absurd uh, you should look into it more it's 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 so blatantly targeting her specifically first second and third everybody on the um the podium that year which who are all black, by the way, if you want to include this to be to be a racial issue, which I, I don't deny, because the the white women fourth and on were just like this is ridiculous, and they like actively and vocally complained. Oh, I and, see. And then they the the Olympic board agreed and said, okay, okay, for this event, yeah, anything above this level. So everyone on the podium, first, second, and third, gold, silver, bronze, cannot compete in that event because of their natural testosterone levels this year round. That Absolutely. is a scandal. Yeah, oh it, is, it, is a, it is a ridiculous scandal. And, and the sad thing can't... is those women have higher testosterone levels than I do. <laughs> <laughs> Even with my job. like, gel. Adam, you can compete if you want. I, totally. I'm, I have no doubt. Oh, they were allowed to take hormone blockers to compete. That, that was allowed. And, and, and they obviously all said, no, that's fucking crazy. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah because once you do that, you don't know what's going to happen to your body. Yeah. You don't want to fuck mm -hmm. with your natural hormone levels unless yeah. you really have a, a, some kind of deleterious effect from your Ooh. natural state. Adam, deleterious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to fit in like well it. with Jared and uh, <laughs> yeah. Rob. Yeah, I like how your vocab is so words. bad, Brett. You forgot Rob's name. For <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you do good with the words. You know, you, you know what the pause was? The pause was I almost said uppity Rob. And then I was like, but I didn't insult Jared in any way. So I can't just do that to Rob. <laughs> Snobby Jared and uppity Rob. That's funny. The dictionary boys, they call them. <laughs> uh, Lady, do you have anything to share with us? Anything on your oh, mind? Well, yeah. Um, opening night for the opera that I'm working on is soon. But I'm more yeah. excited about the fact that I just tried to Google Rob for a photo reference for a drawing I'm making right now. But I didn't put comedian at the end, which was very fun because I didn't know about this guy. Yeah, Rob Ryan, the coach. <laughs> <laughs> so majestic. And I've just been wanting to draw him now. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this guy. He's so funny looking. He's I great. Love him. He looks yeah. like Poseidon. He does look like Poseidon. <laughs> Lydia, you have great eyebrows. Thank you. You do them yourself? 
I, I don't do anything to them, actually. Wow, they're oh, perfect. Naturally it must be your low testosterone. It must yeah. be my low T. Thank you. <laughs> Dra drag queens will be very jealous. Yeah, uh, or your high E and P, I guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> your hormones for women. Thank you. <laughs> what, is it a hormone? Yeah, what's the pituitary? No, estrogen. Yeah, what's P? No, P is not estrogen. I'm, uh, pretty I'm, thinking... I'm not the smart guy on the podcast, but I know that P is not estrogen. It's no, e. <laughs> e is estrogen, but what is P? Yeah, Rob uh, said E and P. Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, he's googling he's progesterone. Is that what you're thinking of? <laughs> no, I was thinking of progesterone, but I don't know uh, if I'm right. But progesterone just gives you estrogen, right? I I I thought it was separate. Thank you for about... listening to the hormone podcast. <laughs> oh my god! What about um, next? We'll be discussing. I thought women had estrogen and progesterone. Not that those are the two main hormones that they were they have. Uh, they also have uh, they have higher low S. They have testosterone too. Clearly, yeah, they have testosterone as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I think we have a little bit of estrogen. I know I have a lot, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> particularly from the waist down. Is nobody going to ask me what low S is? What is low S? Low schmestrone. Oh my god. <laughs> that's what progesterone sounds like to me. Is a made up word. Progesterone. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, this happens to me a lot. I just I throw things out there. I feel like I get made fun of. I'm ultimately right, and I'm just kind of like chilling. I'm just like whatever, <laughs> but like, but I get, but but leading up to that point, I just get ripped, and then the, whatever spam witch, and then, <laughs> and then the precise moment that I'm proven correct, it's just like, why are we still talking about this? Yeah, Rob, I think who you cares? should. I think you should go on Jeopardy because then we would know from the get go that you were right or wrong. <laughs> I contest that you were proved right, and I still made fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> I kept going with it. They're like, no, it's still stupid. Yeah, Rob, we Good don't job. care if you're right or wrong. It's the fact that you said it. Yeah. That's it. I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying progesterone as a dumb person who has never heard that word before sounds made up to me. So like Jared says, but doesn't progesterone just make estrogen? I'm like, but if you knew that, then why did you question P to begin with? Why did you go through the well, whole thing? Well, I forgot that progesterone was a word. And so when you said P, I was like, oh, what is P? And he said progesterone. And I was like, oh, isn't that the drug that they give to women when they have low estrogen? But again, I preface everything. Where I'm like, oh, I could be wrong. I could be misremembering this. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I cannot wait yep. to tour with you guys. <laughs> I find if I say something with confidence, people think it's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like that. Like deleterious. That's not a word, Brett. <laughs> Just made it up. <laughs> you made it up. And you bought it. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Look at your dumb face, Brett. You thought that was a word. Just pulled it, pulled it out of my ass. <laughs> Someone get Brett a coloring book. <laughs> All right, I think we can get to it. Uh, Let's get to, to it. No, 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 wait. Lady was going to tell us something about. Oh, she was going to tell us something about the opera. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to the episode. No, okay. <laughs> I feel like as a gay man, I should be curious about the opera, but I'm really not. So let's That's just fine. move on. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Lady is in a really cool opera. It's prestigious. It's the Santa Fe Opera House, um, wow. and it's opening. Probably it'll be open by the time this episode comes out. Are you a performer, Lady? I am, yeah. I uh, I sing and dance in this, but I'm not usually a dancer, but it's me and a bunch of folks who are just off Broadway. One of them was just in the West Side Story movie. One of yeah. them just came off Hamilton. The other one was Ooh. just off like Moulin Rouge. And then Ooh. I'm over here like, okay. And which this. opera is it? <laughs> it's uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, the Benjamin Burton opera. Beautiful. Yeah. Good for it's, you. It's really fun and my costume is insane. Do you guys want to oh, see yeah. this thing? Yeah. yeah, let's see a picture. I look like a clown. Oh, Wait, all I see is Brett. You, you look like a British soldier. You look like a British soldier, but with like clown. Guard. 
You look like a Abraham British Lincoln soldier. hat. Who somebody like shoved the hat down on their head so that their face is completely obscured. It's like Abraham Lincoln dressed as Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you look like uh, uh what was those things? The, the plague doctor. Oh yeah, yeah with those long yeah, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. It looks like a plague doctor. Oh, just that's mostly my mask. Yeah. That's yeah. the kind of mask they had, though. They had these like long ass masks. <clears throat> like like they even had doctors just for the plague, Rob. <laughs> I'm a plague doctor. Uh, thank goodness there's a plague because I've been out of work for the last hundred years. <laughs> what can I do for plague? you? <laughs> I mean, you'll remember from our Liz Mealy episode that that level of specialization is not, you know, it's not Far weird to think that that exists. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I call the plague doctor and this is what, what he, said. he said. He said, wear a mask and get vaccinated, you psychopaths. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get to this episode. Jared, let's get to uh, this episode. Did yeah. you uh, come up with an order? Did you did you talk to Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yeah, I did. You know what she fucking told me? What well, did she what tell did you? She Jared? fucking tell you. She said your guest's name begins with A. Use the fucking jarb machine, you asshole. Yeah, oh. she was already so far in the bag by the time she always is. Adam, you're making yeah. the correct confused face because we've not informed <laughs> you as to what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Our 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 randomly generated order uh, that we have a we had a machine uh, when we had four uh, regular cast members here and one of them had the the, the first name A so we had a Jarb it was called the Jarb machine uh, since we have uh, uh, recast uh, we now have uh, the J the RJB machine which is the Ruth Bader Ginsburg machine okay uh, which is drunk Ruth Bader Ginsburg but we can go back to the Jarbinator. Now that we have you, Adam, because yeah. you're a nice A for us. Thank you. I do have a nice A. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show it to you at the end of the podcast. That that was a nice guy. A in Brooklyn tonight. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good hook for a podcast. At every at the end of the episode, our guest always shows you their asshole. You think <laughs> I'm kidding? When I did Aaron Berg and um, Gino Bisconti's stupid right wing podcast, I did show them my ass at the end. Hey, oh, wow. It's not out of the question. You should start a podcast called Fucking A, and it's just <laughs> at the end of each episode. Gay porn. <laughs> that would want, be popular. I wanted to say this earlier, but I forgot. So you told this story about meeting this guy at Pride. Yes. Made out with him within seconds. More than then, make out, but yes. More than made out with this guy in seconds. And then you said something to the effect of, I know this sounds crazy, but do you want to leave with me right now, right? Yes. I think it's funny that you felt like you needed to preface that with, I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> like, you guys are... You guys are making out. You're going crazy in seconds. Suck each other's dicks. The weird <laughs> thing would be if you didn't go home with him right now. Here's what's crazy. It's it, because of where we were and because it was so early in the night, the idea that you would go home with the very first person whose penis you played oh, with funny. would On be pride. like, it would be right. like going to a baseball game. This is going to be a right. terrible analogy because I don't understand any sports. It would be like going to a baseball game and leaving with the first guy that you touched penis. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like in the first inning. <laughs> Before you had a chance to see all more penises. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think we need to explain RBJ and the jar machine to guests before they come on because I feel like we've had four episodes where we've had to get into the mythos of how we pick the order. We can also just edit that mythos. Now that's a word I don't know. Mm. I've always I've, heard mythos, but Jennifer, I don't know if mythos. I was willing to give him the latitude. <laughs> yeah, Jared, I, didn't, I wasn't. I, I lost mythos. Confidence. Mythos I lost is confidence. the gland that creates mythos. <laughs> 
I lost <laughs> mythos is like a, another word for the mythology, the backstory. Exactly. I love uh, that. I, I lost confidence in, in Jared using that word when he went, hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. So I will turn on the jar machine. Oh, you turned on Adam's air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Our order today is Rob, Brett, Aaron, Jared. Adam, Jared. Adam, Jared. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, this is great. First, first up. So I've got this. I wrote this just the other day. Um, Did you hear that little that rumbling? Yes. Okay. Cool. Sorry, it was my air conditioner at all. <laughs> oh, you someone... sound Rob. You sound so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little grumbly in my tummy. It was very loud, and you were like, "Did you guys? Uh, did you hear that little <laughs> tiny thing?" I, like, <laughs> I think we should make motorcycles that are that loud illegal. Like, there's no value to them. They're so fucking annoying. All right, yeah. that's it. There's no joke there. No, yeah, I, I, I hear I, you. I'm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, so this one's about social media. Um, I find social media is fascinating in that it has made normal, otherwise good, upstanding people feel inadequate, um, feel wrong in everything that they do, uh, feel out of place in the world. And at the same time, they have made pedophiles feel like they have community. Um, <laughs> if you're a decent, normal person, you're just like, oh, no, everything's going wrong. But neo-Nazis are like friends. I have found <laughs> friends. Uh, that's the concept. That's all I got. Uh, I like it a lot. I feel like if you flip it and you go friends first, then you have, and good, decent people are like, there are all these Nazis and pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's making them feel inadequate. Like everybody's a Nazi or a pedophile or a, a jihadist or it, something like it's that. It's made the world safe for monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like because I because both those things are true, but I don't think I've heard people like smash them together in the same thought. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. what is fascinating is yeah, you have like these dregs of society or like people coming out of the woodwork because they're pedophiles because they're neo-nazi because they have these you know terrible habits or thoughts or beliefs and then they find others who think like them and yet your average person seems to complain about the fact that like when they are looking at other people getting married or doing things or having a better job than them or whatever they just feel so terribly lonely and inadequate Mm -hmm. uh so it's like how are we this is the wrong thing. <laughs> Why is this Rob, I feel like this joke is begging for you to do a white supremacist who feels inadequate because of the other white supremacists he sees on Instagram. We're just like, <laughs> look at how many crosses he's burned today. God, why am I even bothering? I'm so far his, behind. His Trump flag is so much bigger than mine. Look at how, look at how white his sheets are. <laughs> I told That's you to funny. stay off that. Yeah. <laughs> stay off the social media. Hey, you want to go yell at some minorities with me this weekend? No, I just suck at it. <laughs> there, are, there are so many Jews outside right now. Just <laughs> yell at them. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe uh, you should tell this guy to do something about it because he's great at it. <laughs> Look, he's got an eagle in the background. He's so cool. Um, that is a great, uh, great, great note, Jared. Um, 
if we're to go back a little bit more to your original premise, Rob, what if it's um, everybody's like the internet connects people, but like, what about people who didn't have trouble connecting before the mm-hmm. internet? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That, that's it, it really the connects it. a lot of people who had trouble connecting and maybe it was good that they couldn't connect. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason that they were all at the ends of the, yeah. of these tendrils. Well, uh, it's, it's created connections among people who really, we don't want, there to be we don't want them to find others like we we don't why we don't need bronies in the world yeah right <laughs> bronies wouldn't exist without Ooh. social media what is a what is a brony these are men who are sexually attracted to the cartoon ponies in my little pony oh there's a name for that and they okay. have conventions that are huge i have a i have a tiny nit to pick i do not believe that it is sexual in nature. Oh, I was it's, say, it's very sexual. I, I thought it was. I, I met a brony and he was telling me that uh, his fandom uh, was like it had nothing to do with the sexual nature of it. He just loved him and his online friends just loved the show so much because they grew up watching it. So they all say that. <laughs> well, no, that's, really? I only got to pick his brain. They're all uh, jerking but... off to cartoon ponies. <laughs> it, Howard Stern talks about this a lot, and they've visited the con- the conventions and interviewed wow. these guys, and they're and each one of them is like, "Well, I'm not into that, but all these other guys are. It's uh... terrible. That's all they talk about is fapping. They call it fapping, which mm. is jerking off, I guess. Um, yeah, and it's it's vaguely pedophilic when you masturbate. Yeah, is that why? Yeah, pap, 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 pap. I don't think my dick is big enough to make a sound. <laughs> <laughs> I have silent masturbation. Ding, 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 ding. You're like, what's going on in there? Ding, 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 ding. Well, I'm, I wish I'm... it would fap. <laughs> Mine but then doesn't... all the children, all the children Adam hugs are like, fwomp, fwomp. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Oh uh, man, I was just I was just booming to some My Little Ponies. Womp womp. Well, I'm newly lubed, so mine sounds like rubbing two silk sheets together. <laughs> yeah, it does make more sound without lube, I guess. So to get back no. to the point of the <laughs> You Let's all saying. try it now. <laughs> Everybody Lady, lower you your microphones. This? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I could go again. Uh, but bronies is a very interesting, uh, fun, it is a very funny community to, to, to really bring into that. Yeah. Jared, you made me think like, it's funny to think of people having FOMO on January 6th, just like looking through Instagram. Like, why wasn't I, <laughs> oh, I just had to get a bus ticket and I didn't get the, t- oh. <laughs> they're having so much fun. Oh, someone got shot. <laughs> He's just sitting at home with his zip ties <laughs> in his hand, just like. I had them and I didn't, didn't go. Ah, unbelievable. This is the Woodstock of my generation. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. That's really funny. But I it's also something... want to do the inverse where it's like, I don't know if there's something funny in it, but we see the relationship that these fringe groups have where they find each other and they support each other and they make all this toxic stuff happen. And is there a not that? that also happens does that make sense like is there people a like regular pottery? people who who reach across and find each other and don't become toxic or do like maybe there's a random sect of potteriness that makes you toxic i don't know maybe there's something in that you mm-hmm. know social media is is one of those like any other addiction it starts out and it's just fun and then by the end of it like you just like your, your teeth are falling out 
You've lost your job. Like it, 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 everything about it just ruins your life and makes you miserable, but you can't stop doing it. Yeah. I guess that's not really funny. Can we see the world? I don't know if there's something funny here, but can we see the world where these people don't have the internet to connect? Like what happens to them? Because in my brain, it's sort of like, the way that certain diseases, if they don't have a large enough population to affect, they go away forever. Yeah. You know, they just kind of disappear and go extinct. Yes. Yeah. The internet sort of creates these bigger, mm -hmm. you know, pools like a Jimmy Buffett concert, you know. Well, that's exactly COVID. right, because they, yeah. these are viral thoughts. These are mm -hmm. viral yeah. ideologies. The idea that, uh, you know, the earth is flat. Like we, it used to be that anyone who thought that was like, completely insane. Now there's like mm. a sizable percentage of the population who really thinks the earth is flat because they saw some YouTube video. Mm -hmm. So that is a virus. That is yeah, a, like, a mental gonna, virus that has I'm infected us. Saying like uh my my friend Jim he, he caught flat earth. <laughs> a flat earther. Oh my god, how how serious is it? <laughs> Pretty serious. Yeah. Uh it's you know, it started off with the dome and then <laughs> I mentioned Antarctica and he said that's just you know, that's just a paneling on the edge of the world. You're like, oh, okay, all right. There are way too many flat like earthers. They say that like- siding. <laughs> <laughs> they say that like 80% of the top half of the world is flat earthers and that, never mind. <laughs> Cut that out. Um, yeah, I, I would say, Jared, to answer your question, like those people would normally be shunned. And so mm -hmm. uh, what's really interesting and what you're making me think of is that when uh, when all I'm, I'm kind of in this thing of like, yeah, should 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 Twitter be like just banning, you know, all of these groups just because of their ideologies? And it's like, yeah, because that's what we would do in real life is we would be like, hey, you two can't sit together. <laughs> <laughs> you two are too weird. I don't think we would meet out the virus completely because these ideologies pop up in like, let's say, like point one percent of the population always so every generation is always going to have some nominal amount of people who think blank or who are that um whether they ever get to group together that's a whole different story you know uh the fact that they do get to get together and proliferate and then teach their kids that as well maybe even against their will like yeah then that becomes like a big problem but it is funny because we do put problem children together right if two kids are like acting up we do put them in the same like detention and then they get to like hang out it's like kind of like the the usual suspects you know we we put people so so in a way we we kind of do lump like-minded people together it's at, at some point yeah it's almost like you don't want the the people with these fringe beliefs to be by themselves because we have enough empathy where we're like people shouldn't be alone but we don't want them to have more than like one or two friends ah, you know because yeah. if it's like you know if there's like three of them then it's like <laughs> you guys go you know, have a little flat earth convention, talk about how the moon landing isn't real. The rest of us will just go on with our lives. And they're like, oh, hey, we found 100,000 more of us. And you're like, oh. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we we don't necessarily not, we want them, they, they could be together. They just have to be alone together. Together. <laughs> I think what the we internet don't want has, them interacting with us. I think what the internet has taught us is that 
you know, since the founding of America, we had this ideal of a free exchange of ideas. Like there was nothing healthier or better for America than a free exchange of ideas. It turns out, no, that's the worst possible thing for America. We do need gatekeepers to be like, that idea is stupid and we're going to shut it down and we're not going to let anyone hear about it because it's just so fucking stupid. Like we needed, it. we needed that all along, and we had it until the internet. And now it's just like free exchange of ideas by morons and lunatics, and those ideas become just as valid as as correct ideas. Mm-hmm. I wonder wow. if there's like there's, <laughs> I don't think that anybody wants some there there to be some government position that mandates like what thoughts are okay and what thoughts are not. I okay. do. <laughs> I, I, literally, I think there should be a, a department of of information that like is is just like this is factual and this is not and anyone who has a question can check the department of information and make it bipartisan you know appoint oprah winfrey to it someone that like everyone trusts and believes in everyone and just like have that be the new snopes when there's an argument as to what's true and what's not i stand corrected there would be a lot of problems with like uh government transparency where it's like the government, if, if this department has to tell you what's true or not, they would have to reveal all the shitty things our government does. And so it'd be like, the government says, don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, certain things would be classified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just thinking, Sorry. instead of the government, maybe we just elect like one really cool person <laughs> to treat the internet like a nightclub and just be like, no, yes. not you. Not we you. need a bouncer Sorry. for the internet. <laughs> Well, it probably gets into dystopian realities, but I do think that there should be more aptitude tests uh, that kind of guide people um, like they kind of did in Starship Troopers, where they were like, you're a grunt because you scored low and you're you're going to be military intelligence because you had really high. Because you were Doogie Hauser. How about an aptitude <laughs> test before you can join social media to yeah, prove I, that I you're not that. a fucking moron? Yeah. And if you are, it's like, I'm sorry, you can be on like moron.com. But we're not going to let you be on Twitter or Facebook. You're what just too like, stupid. What if it was like a dumb person Twitter that's completely generated? It's not like you don't connect to real people. It's just. <laughs> it's it's a box. video game. It's just like, ah, I'm, I can't log on to Twitter. It's like, really? I'm having no problem whatsoever. <laughs> oh, I mean, you've got I'll, that Twitter. Okay. A simple questionnaire. Is the earth round? Did Donald Trump lose the election in 2020? Like just like a, like 50 questions to determine how reasonable you are. And if you're not, like I'm sorry, you're you're going to, you know, we have this uh, wonderful site. It's called uh, Assholes. And it's just for assholes like you. And you can meet all your friends. I mean, I guess that wouldn't really solve the problem because there's still more of them than there are of us. No, Jared says the only solution is that they they don't realize that they're not talking to other people. Mm. <laughs> joke yeah, wise, these are go. very funny. Real life wise, <laughs> I I despise all of these. Yeah, there's some there's some real holes in this policy discussion that we're having. But... Like we'll just have uh, somebody decide what information is real. I don't think. No, I really am in favor of this. I mean, we used to have that. It was called the New York Times, the Washington Post. Like people trusted these sources because they had a track record of telling the truth and being correct. I don't think it's a bad thing. I've, I'm so pro gatekeeper these days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do think that they, that they the that journalism and especially broadcast journalism betrayed that trust on its own, um, and then it was that that betrayal well, was was not all of them. and taken advantage. Not all of them, but enough that to give credence to a lot of the people who they gave credence to uh, Trump exploiting that 
and uh, and making them see everything they they do seem seem uh, you know false and um, that there's been a lack of journalistic integrity for a, for a long time. I mean, I mean, is there a P tape? You know what I mean, like progesterone. Like, <laughs> is there a progesterone? You know, things like that are just like like you're not help like like I don't know why they're not helping their case by just sensationalizing. You know, spurious is that the word? Spurious, um, spurious. Yeah, you know, claims that I don't know that there's some. <laughs> A spurious correlation is usually when that word is used. But I know what yeah. you're saying. And the answer is because if the PP tape does exist, the Russians have it and they're not fucking releasing it. What have they got to gain by making Trump look bad at this point? Mm-hmm. It's been four years and they could have done whatever they wanted. And I mean, they're still just... hoping he, he gets back in office and does more of their, mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. bidding. Bidding or biting? I never and know. The love. <laughs> <laughs> the, and the leverage. The the, right. le- the leverage that they have over him is going to extend to everybody that's worked with him and and his family. I have a lot of thoughts about the credibility of the media and how they became toxic. But, you know, I feel like we're getting so far away the from the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that might be my time anyway. Thank you guys so much for helping. with, Woo, with this Rob Ryan. Uh, this is the 1984 episode of Is This Anything? And we are deciding who speaks <laughs> when. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared, let us know who is going to be speaking next and what they should say. Next up, we got Brett Truck, and you're going to be talking about what's the right American history. <laughs> uh, I just want to clarify. I think aptitude tests to guide people more in what they they would be have natural <clears throat> inclinations to it, not like a, a mandated thing. Yeah, yeah fascism. Yeah, we got you, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, so I noticed that the only element that they ever do musicals on is ice and uh <laughs> i would like to see a few other i mean it's been a while like let's up the ante yeah you know yeah. let me see the lion king on lava <laughs> uh i think that the, the uh, i didn't even song... understand the premise at first <laughs> <laughs> the opening song would be a lot different because they would be like no mm-hmm. You know, because they'd be on lava. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, I think the Earth capades would be pretty boring. <laughs> you know? Sesame Street on shit. <laughs> Just a bunch of puppets rolling around in horse manure. <laughs> I mean, Cirque du Soleil is kind of like the air capades. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying no. specifically when they take a musical and they just put it on ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not other, you know, let me see it on water. Mm. Well, well, why I aren't mean... they describing what other th- things about like it's on ice? Okay. What is it under concrete? <laughs> <laughs> see the Lion King in building. Yeah. <laughs> on gravel. <laughs> Next to food. <laughs> I mean, how far can you go with this premise? It's it's like you'd come up with like five funny examples and that would that would be the joke. Or would yeah. you is there more? Mm-hmm. What what else is there? Uh Jersey Boys in oh, nice. Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> now that's funny. Yeah, I like that. Fuck with the location. <laughs> Wicked with French accents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just break the form completely. If we're just gonna alter the musical and add stuff, <laughs> I want to see rent on skateboards. 
That could actually work. That could work. Red Dot Skateboards. I think I read this uh, a while back. You posted something like this, and my comment was, it sounds like it sounds like there are some mobsters threatening these musicals. He's like, oh, I'd like to see the Jersey Boys on ice. <laughs> <laughs> and some executive was like, that's a wonderful idea. We'll put them on ice skates. <laughs> I don't think you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> the sound of music on acid. <laughs> this is really the best way to enjoy like the sound it. of music. Yeah. I think uh, School of Rock should swim with the fishes <gasps> underwater. That's so great. <laughs> Oh my god! School of Rock, but with jazz. School of jazz. Make it more sophisticated and swinging. Yeah, school of jazz for seniors. I would love that because then everybody have to pretend like that's cool. You know. All right, now for a face melting bassoon solo. Uh, what was the? Tina Fey music. There was a movie. Mean, that Girls. Oh, mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Yeah. Mean Girls on their period. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was crass. Yeah. That was yeah. lowest common denominator stuff. <laughs> Isn't that right? Tired, saggy chested lady. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> get some tea. Come on, women. Get some tea. Come back when you got tea, lady. Pick your tits up off the floor and get some tea. Oh my god! Last time I was on, I was floppy haired. Now I'm saggy chested. What is flat haired? Flat haired. Flat haired. Flat haired body oh, sucker. Yeah. Flat haired, saggy chest, low energy. Women are the worst. Yeah. Oh boy. Thank you for having me on the white man slot. I'm yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I was thinking more like Mean Girls in wartime or something like something that didn't fit quite as much with it. On the town in the suburbs. <laughs> it's kind of old school. I don't know if you guys are familiar with On the Town. But I've never seen like it. I've the quintessential it. New York City musical. New York, New York, a hell of a town. town. The Bronx is up and the battery. So if it were in the suburbs, it would be like there'd be no story whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, it's all about these sailors who go to New York to, to sightsee. <laughs> to be like... It's uh um, wind up in Livingston, New Jersey, just like walking past a lot of like nicely cut grass. I think about that's Aaron's house <laughs> and a Walmart. The uh, I like the idea of you just putting musicals that would be funny on ice on ice, just as part of this as well. Oh, yeah, um, like I think it's fun to see cats that's a on good, ice. That's a nice first like real first cats. step and then i can go to yeah like how come they don't do these on ice and then how come they only do these ones on ice you know how come how come i've never seen titanic on ice that <laughs> would be a natural that would be perfect just have an iceberg rising up from the ice and have everyone skate into it is anyone sinking no one's sinking this is great I want have to be a uh, hole in the ice where they all d disappear yeah. to at the end. <laughs> I want to see Spider-Man on ice, but then they never actually like touch the ice. <laughs> just swing around and stuff. Well, I was going to say, you know, that musical, because of all the stunts, there were so many injuries and like one guy died. It'd be so oh, yeah. funny if they were like, all right, this was a flop. Let's try it on ice. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's in casts. It's like, no, please, no. <laughs> uh yeah those are great notes thanks guys Woohoo! Woo! uh so you know we haven't played since we introduced the game was uh you tell me a musical and i tell you how 
musical song and I tell you how it's it goes because I don't know mm. musicals. Uh, it might as well be spring. It might as well be spring, Brett. How does that one go? Might as well be spring. If it's summer, I think it's still spring. If it's fall, I think it's still spring. And if it's winter, I think it's still spring because it might as well be spring. It's not, a, it's not far from the original lyrics. <laughs> you kind of have the gist. You know, Adam, I was a big musical fan back in the day. I don't remember this song, but it feels like it might be like Oklahoma or something Which like that. one? It might as well be Spring? Yeah. You have the right composers. It's uh, Rodgers and, and Hammerstein. Yes. And it's, it. from, it's from State Fair, which was a movie. And then eventually it became a musical in the 90s, but it was a classic movie musical. I it's my, it's actually my favorite show tune. Oh, interesting. Uh, it's lovely. It's a standard. Know, you would know it if you heard it. Do you know about the musical uh, Carousel? I do. Yes, I'm familiar okay. with the most famous work of Rodgers and Hammerstein besides okay. Oklahoma. <laughs> so yeah, this is idiot. one of my favorite <laughs> things. <laughs> There's some very <laughs> problematic things in Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals. Especially Carousel. Carousel, the main character, he he hits his wife. Beats her. He beats her. And then she dies. And then he dies. No. Sorry. She doesn't die. Yeah. He he she she lives, he dies. He yes. goes to heaven, and in heaven they're like, You you get a wish. And he's like, I want to go see my daughter, because I died before she was she was she grew up. So <laughs> then he goes back to Earth and he visits his daughter, and then he hits her. Also, <laughs> then he goes back to heaven and the, the 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 mom runs up to the daughter. The daughter's like holding her face and she's like, what happened? And the, the girl goes, this guy just hit me. But I, didn't, <laughs> but I didn't really feel it, mama. Is that weird for someone to hit you and for you not to feel it? And that's how the mom knows that it was the ghost of the dad that hit her. Because when someone loves you and they hit you, it doesn't hurt. She's no, she says when someone the, the the line is even worse. It's something like when someone you love hits you, it feels like a kiss. Oh. Wow. Especially if he has low T. That is yeah. <laughs> He's got those spaghetti arms. No power to them. <laughs> yeah, that is a that's very problematic musical. And in fact, they just revived that uh, on Broadway a few years ago and they they tinkered with the ending a little bit. They made it a little bit less uh pro-wife beating mm -hmm. now it's a pro-wife kicking so <laughs> yeah. his kicks are instead i think that 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 line that i that i knew is because i saw a revival like in the 90s and so that was the toned down version yeah <laughs> now so he funny. just tickles her <laughs> <laughs> they sell wife beaters at the end of the show though just like for merch hey oh <laughs> get your wife beater carousel shirts right here <laughs> if you're in love it feels like a kiss <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, oh, uh, that's my favorite <clears throat> fact about musicals. All right. Anything else for Rob, guys? Anything else for no. Brent, guys? Uh, I just yeah, want to say... Uh, I think people on social media... Uh, <laughs> I just want to say, Brett, I admire you for writing a joke about musicals. It's very brave for a straight man to uh, attempt that. <laughs> yeah. You should hear my Little Mermaid joke. Oh, I'm titillated. <laughs> oh, it's a good one. All right, next up, we got Adam Sank. But before we do that, just want to remind everybody to check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash ITAPod. We got a lot of great content on there. The high riding challenges, the sleepover, the storytelling episode, all the live shows are on there. You can join for a dollar a month or as much as there's no ceiling, guys. Join no the ceiling. Patreon. And we're it's we're adding a, a high T tier where we send you testosterone gel. <laughs> 
<laughs> Adam will come over to your house and hug you. I'll rub it in. I'll rub his shoulders <laughs> on you. Have you always wanted a bigger dick? Are you 12 years old? <laughs> Get on our Patreon. But you better act quickly. <laughs> your window is closing. Yeah. Do you want to have a deeper voice and a bigger dick than your dad? <laughs> is if this only. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Adam Sang. So thank you. I'm going to uh, first just give qualify this by saying I haven't done stand up in almost three years. And oh, wow. when I did do stand up, I didn't really do observational humor. So this is probably not a great premise, but uh, I was stoned one night and I started talking to my phone about this idea for a joke uh, that like, you know, my dog, I love my dog and, and she's like my constant companion and she adores me. And I love her for, for it. But if she were a guy, I would basically take out a restraining order against her because she's obsessed with me. She fucking follows me from room to room. If I leave her for a minute, she starts to cry. And like this behavior that I find so adorable and charming in a dog would terrify the shit out of me if it were an actual guy. It would be so deeply codependent and stalkery. And then I started thinking of like, you know, it's it's so bad that when I, on the rare occasions when I do have a guy spend the night, sometimes he wakes up in the middle of the night and lady's standing over him holding a knife. <laughs> and like, you know, she's holding it in her mouth. So it's not that threatening. It's more like cute, but it's still <laughs> fucked up. That's like all I got. And it's just like one of those like stuffed animal like knives. Like it's just, it's just like a little chew toy. that, it, that it's, a plush, like, it's a plush knife. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that you're actually dating somebody and they get a little clingy and then they realize they're getting clingy so then they start acting like a dog they're like arf, arf. <laughs> and that's how they win me over yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like how the dog needs a weapon because if we had not bred dogs to be so cute and tame the dog is the weapon <laughs> Does that make sense? Right. right. Yeah. The dog is supposed to be the thing that causes the exactly. harm to others. Yeah. But instead, the dog needs like a little cute little gun in its mouth right. in order to be threatening. I like the idea that you would go take a guy home with you. You'd make out. You'd have sex. And then he would want to sleep in your bed. And you're like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the floor. That's right. Then you get a little spray bottle. <laughs> this side of the bed is for lady. <laughs> you can curls sleep up in the a dog ball. bed that's right that's basically what happens she um, does get extremely jealous and possessive anytime i have a guy there she tries to like wedge her way in between us and like while i'm having sex she's often at the foot of the bed glaring at us the whole time <laughs> like, it really is like living with your stalker that's really funny are uh, there other things that the dog could do that to try to dissuade guys that you bring home from staying over like could she bring out like straight porn <laughs> you know as if to say adam's not gay this is a trick it's like this is her paw to press play on the ancient vcr in the corner and suddenly like <laughs> 70s porn comes up <laughs> I like your dog being like fatal attraction i won't be ignored adam <laughs> that's exactly it that's how she is is there not i mean there could be nothing there no, I think there's no, this is there. this is super, super funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do like yeah. Any time that you treat the dog 
more human like and the human more dog like to me that's there's something very funny to that i think if um, you if you open up the, with the structure of i was somebody overhears you describing your dog and they don't know that you're describing your dog then all of a sudden you could you kind of the audience can kind of be in on this thing where you're like they think it, it like if the premise is they think uh if i if somebody didn't know i was describing my dog they would think i had a stalker Right. Uh, like if they just overheard me saying, yeah, and then she does this and she does that and she does that. The audience can kind of be in with you. Or if you, you say that, that that somebody overheard it and they were like, hey, do you need me to call the police or something like that? You know, <laughs> this doesn't sound like a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. Adam, you should really get out of that. <laughs> what other what, what more intrusive things do you does your dog do besides just follow you around? I mean, some of these things seem pretty standard dog behavior i want to know if there's anything that lady does that's like when i when i start to pack a suitcase she'll piss on the rug there you go okay Uh, that that, that's some serious jealous type weird shit that makes you're just like what is the matter with you (laughs) just breaking shit that's the dog equivalent of i'm gonna kill myself like (laughs) you know when i tie her up outside a store (laughs) she just like stares through the window the whole time like when are you coming out? When are you coming in? When are you coming back out? When are you gonna be done with the stone? When are you gonna be done? I've been here for two minutes. You haven't come out. Yet. Like that oh, sort of. Does lady try to get at you when you're in the bathroom? Oh yeah. She doesn't give me a minute alone. When I take a shower, she lies down on the bathroom floor and waits for me to finish the shower. And she's terrified of the shower. So she couldn't even do anything to help if you if you were in trouble. <laughs> That's right. Anything to be close to me. Uh, I do think it's funny that your dog's name is Lady because, and I don't know if this, if there's a way to format this, but it's almost like the things that you say about Lady make sense because when you call her Lady, it's clear that it's a dog, but they would sound so we so much weirder if you just said a lady, you know? So it's like a lady pissed on my rug. A lady keeps growling at my boyfriend. A lady won't let guys sleep in bed with me. You know, a lady lies down on the bathroom floor every time I take a shower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, the other side of that is every time I'm on the street with her and she like tries to go after a rat or like eat a piece of garbage or whatever, I always go, "Lady!" And there's always some woman walking in front of me who's like, <gasps> like totally offended because she thinks I'm just like yelling at her for no reason. <laughs> That's so funny. Right. That's great. <laughs> That's um, a real thing. I, I wonder if uh, maybe so, so the truth of it is that you you uh, you're very independent and you don't like codependence uh, in your relationships. Correct. So I wonder if you could use lady as a way to train people that you're dating where you're like, I want you to just watch her for a day. Do none of that. <laughs> do not follow me into the bathroom. Do, do not try to get close to me. Study my dog's thing. behavior and yeah. then do the opposite. <laughs> yeah. No, it, that's that's the gist of it. Is what I love in her is what I what I love most in her is what I hate most in a guy. Right. And there's something in there that explains why I'm still single after all these years. <laughs> uh, I have two ideas. One is you get one of those little cameras that you can keep an eye on, lady, when you're at work. But when you're gone, the only thing the lady does is like lick a picture of you slowly. <laughs> Some like creepy single white female behavior, you know, just like something like that. And the other idea is somehow your dog starts texting you like nonstop. And I don't know how we do that. Like maybe you leave your computer <laughs> open one day or something. Um, 
But yeah, I just want that level of. She sends me text. I mean, that level of absurdity would be yeah. like she's. I'm, I'm at work. She starts texting me. Hello, hello. Are you there? Are you hello? Are you getting these texts? Is your phone working? When are you coming home? I'm hungry. The Someone's dog walker the hasn't arrived yet. Someone's at the door. Someone's at the door. Someone's down the street. Maybe the Maybe. only difference between lady and the guy you're seeing is that lady can't text or Ooh, and can't funny. talk. Yeah. Maybe yeah. what I really want is someone who's just as needy and codependent but can't speak. <laughs> That's like ah, my dream go. man. There we go. That's really funny. That's great. And who I can walk around with on a leash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that that's that's great, um, especially with that that premise. And then you can just talk about how annoying VD, a lady would be if she could text and talk. I feel like at this point I should show her to you guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yes! yes, please, lady, come here, come here. I'm right here. There is never, <laughs> lady, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> There's never a wrong time to show us animals. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Show. Oh, she's really asleep. Oh. Hey. Oh, what a cutie. Goodness. I'm like, oh, she's so codependent. She's so needy. Meanwhile, she's fast asleep and I'm forcing her onto my lap. (laughs) Come here. I want to introduce you to my friends. (laughs) Oh, wow. She is exhausted. Look at that. Is Lady getting an animal as well? Does Lady have animals? Um, uh, Lady has, does have animals. She has little plush toys that she plays with, but her favorite one is a is a fake cup of coffee. Well, we are oh. there's a miscommunication happening here because it's <laughs> very funny. Our artist in residence is Lady, and we said, but, "Does Lady have any animals?" And you're like, but, "Oh yeah, she's got a stuffed penguin." <laughs> Yay! Even, oh wow! Even more of a miscommunication is that Lady does have a stuffed mug that she loves. Lady, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Lady's favorite thing to chew on is a stuffed. Frappuccino. <laughs> I just wanted to bring Suko because she looks like a <gasps> mini version of your dog. So oh my cool. god, yeah. she does. She's just like a mini lady. Oh, Suko. Suko? Suko. Yeah, this is Suko, named after a famous rock climber. And they both ah. look exhausted. Not named after Danny Zuko from Greece. Just Nor to bring Zuko back the whole musical. Avatar. That's yeah. what I was going to say. <clears throat> Avatar. Yeah, hey, I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> my references are completely different. on dogs. Hey. Danny Zuko. <laughs> All right. Anything else for Adam, everybody? Yeah, you know, gre- grease on ice would be really slippery. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know. Anyone's standing up. Grease on grease. <laughs> that's great. It's on fire. Ooh, that's really good ah, there's a grease fire. <laughs> grease on fire. <laughs> that's a great tag for the joke, Brett. Something, yeah, something on I fire. Love I love that. Do you happen to know the first song that's in Grease? Uh, in the movie or the show? In the show. Uh, the first song in Greece is more. probably Summer Lovin'. Summer yes, Lovin'? Yeah. I would yeah, guess. Grease on Ice is Summer Lovin'. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Had me a blast. <laughs> put something on that. You gotta put, put, put some ice on that. Anything else for Adam, everybody? Uh, no, uh, great joke, Adam. Uh, thanks, everyone. I hope we get we had some oh, helpful ideas for you. I have oh. one more thing. I have one more idea for you. I love the idea of your dog getting histrionic and just like texting you pictures of like chocolate and just like, oh, is it? <laughs> what if I just eat this? What if I just eat this whole bar before you come home? And you're just like, stop, come on. What are you? I'm away on business. Don't make me worry about you like that. Here I am with a box of raisins, <laughs> poison for dogs. <laughs> You're gonna come home now, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, 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 lady, lady. Hmm. I've been eating grapes skin only. 
Thanks so much for sharing, Adam. That's a great job. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Next up, we got Jared Berenstein. Jared Berenstein. That's me. Okay. Jared Berenstein. Good buddy of Jared Berenstein. <laughs> That's right. What is that from? Is that a reference? No, I just sometimes when you say your own name, it sounds like you you are seeing yourself walk into the room. And you're like, Jared Berenstein. Jared Berenstein. <laughs> Jared Berenstein. <laughs> I know we've done that before on this show. Yeah, yeah. 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 I leave a space for someone else to introduce me. No one ever does. So <laughs> That's true. Okay. Uh, here's my bit. My, uh, fiance has a little bit of a problem with being jealous, which is hilarious because no women ever try to steal me. They say when you're in a relationship, you're suddenly more attractive to women, but that has not been my experience. When we first started dating, I was like, I thought women were supposed to be starting, starting to hit on me now. And they're not. So then I asked her to move in with me. Still nothing. I proposed. She said, yes, still nothing. What the hell? What am I supposed to do? Have a kid? That's great. What a That's solid, all I got. What a solid logical joke there. That's great. Uh, I love it. <clears throat> um, when you, I do have one note is when you say uh, my fiance has a little, what did you say? A little bit of a jealousy problem. A little bit of a jealousy problem. It mm -hmm. sounds very much like she has a, she has a big jealousy, jealousy problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I never want to do the methinks he doth protest too much thing. So <laughs> yeah. what about like, my fiance can be jealous sometimes. Yeah, Is that a little bit more? All yeah. right, cool. Uh, I like the idea of you, you know, because there's a couple of more visual aids. Like you're going out, you're wearing your... Your wedding band, you're just like, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, uh, nothing, nothing's going yet. You're pushing around your kid. You're just like, yeah, just, just a dad with a stroller. This is not uh, really just, just trolling for, for puss. <laughs> just randomly a... telling strangers, I'm really looking forward to Father's Day. <laughs> I, like I go to the flower shop and there's like a cute girl working there, mm -hmm. and I'm like, could I get a dozen roses? I. <laughs> I, you know, no holiday or anything. I just want to let my fiance know that I care about her. <laughs> and then, like, and then nothing, nothing. <laughs> you're, at, you're at the hospital. Excuse me, can you tell me which way to the maternity ward? <laughs> my wife's uh, about to give birth. <laughs> really? No, uh, you don't want my no follow up, no number, no. Have I mentioned that I'm a fireman? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. No. I would love if you, also you you just put a note in there like by the way uh, you know all I want to do is be like sorry I'm I'm taken yeah <laughs> that's all you want out of it that's but you great. just can't get it does that's that really break funny. the the reality because I think the thing that's funny about the joke is that and you I guess as the audience correct me if I'm wrong but <laughs> there is a slow realization that it seems like the only reason why I'm even in this relationship is to get other girls. <laughs> Right? right, 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 right. <laughs> and so true. if I then said at the end, like, all I want to do is say I'm taken, I feel like that punctures the balloon. Am I wrong? Well, uh, and maybe this is what Brett's thinking. You've already gotten all those laughs. Mm, and, I, okay. and I would get all those laughs with that thought. And then in order to just give one more little turn everything on its ear, the whole thing is, the whole thing is a misdirect, whatever, you could just get one more laugh out of it. And it could also just save your, your onstage reputation if, mm. if that's even something that you care about. And you uh, could also tag it. You could say like, um, I, I, just want, I just want to be able to say to someone, I'm taken. And then fuck her. That's it. <laughs> um, what if, uh, like, you do this because you just want the ego boost, um, but then you're like, at the end of it, you you get your ego starts to like shrivel so much that you're like, thank God she's marrying me. 
<laughs> you know, like your self-esteem just has to go to, down to the roof that you're like, I'm so happy I'm getting married. Maybe if you started off like you're trying to bang women, but then, mm-hmm. but then you you slowly reach a, a point where you're you're like, I just I'm so glad she's with me. So then after I get to that point where I'm like, what the fuck else am I supposed to do? Have a kid? I mean, Jesus Christ! All the other guys they they get girlfriends and suddenly pussies being thrown at them left and right. Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, am I ugly? Do I, am I ugly? <laughs> God damn, I'm glad I'm engaged. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that right. progression is funny. I, I like the progression of, uh, so you go through all the steps. You have the, you get engaged, you get married, you have kids, you live this beautiful, wonderful life together. You're old. You know, you die. She dies in your arms, like notebook style. And then the nurse comes in. It's like, oh, it's so cute. And you're like, I am cute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> or you go- <laughs> or you, it could be like, uh, so, so I, I realized this, I realized that none, none of these women are finding me attractive. And I told my wife this, I go, isn't this weird? And she goes, no, <laughs> not. That's why I married you. And she's like, isn't this weird? She's like, I don't know. Maybe you can think about it on the couch tonight. <laughs> no, I think she's not even threatened because she's so confident that like, oh, no one's, no one's going to want you. Right. That's really funny. Um, uh, you, you start off the joke by saying that you're that Kirsten is has a little bit of a job, <laughs> um, <laughs> but that doesn't come back into play. Is there some way that that could come back into play where almost like um, she's right to be jealous because you're trying to do this, you know, um, or mm, or is part of the insult to you that she's never jealous no matter what you do. Like she comes home and there's like a naked woman in bed with you, and she just like assumes that you're, you know, painting her for your for, you know, for, your, for your art gallery. <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, I only uh, included the jealousy part because I thought that it would be a good justification for the rest of the joke. But if if I don't need it, I could just you know say that they. I could just start with they say that when you're in a relationship, you're suddenly more attractive to other women. You know, something like that. I was just thinking out loud, like you would say, they say when you're in a relationship, your other women become attracted to you. And my question is, what other when, women? When does that start? Wait, <laughs> what yeah. other women? What other women? That's funny. I like the idea of, of because of Kirsten's jealousy problem, she chose you because no other women will choose you. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's the, the ending. Other, here's the other idea <laughs> I'm thinking. Maybe. <clears throat> Not that one. I, I don't think that this, I don't think it's going to work. I think it's too convoluted, yeah. but maybe the idea that you start with the fact that she's a little jealous and then I go all all through the the steps of how women aren't noticing me and they don't, they don't hit on me or anything. And then it, I realize that it's because she's so jealous that she stopped, that pre, she preemptively stops all the women from hitting oh, on me. Funny. Like she, she visits like all the businesses. <laughs> yeah, just going funny. like this. <laughs> she's she's uh she's fight clubbing you she's like always one step ahead every every time you go somewhere that's why no one notices you it feels it feels too complicated to sell but maybe right. if i just spent a little time trying to write it it would work definitely something there mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah i hope lady's not even drawing you right now that's how little women notice you Lady's <laughs> like is the podcast still happening <laughs> i thought this was the after show <laughs> I've my even favorite part Jarrett this episode <laughs> my favorite part of is this anything is where they take like 15 minutes and they just don't say anything <laughs> anything else for this bit everybody um no but it's super fun all right well thanks so much for the notes everybody that was great all right well 
if that's all we've got, <laughs> I think it's time for our favorite part of the show. Hey. When I show my ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking A, baby. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I do have to, have to join from my iPad really yes. quick. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, we've got Leedy Doodle Time and Adam Diddle Time. <laughs> or Doodoo Time. Ooh, oh, that's better. <laughs> Ugh, I'm embarrassed now. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lee D. It's Lee D. Doodle time. It's time for the doodles that are done by Lee D. I'm You're doing it 80s rap style, gonna... like the very first rappers. I know this is a joke that's been made a hundred times already, but that's like my. I, I love listening to old school rap, and it's just like bills get higher every day. <laughs> like up. Uh... <laughs> Hotel, motel, holiday, holiday Inn Inn. Express. Yeah, and it's like back then in the eighties, I was like, "How are they doing that?" Well, I, that was my favorite style of hip hop because I could actually understand it, memorize it, and sing along with it. Now I'm like a lost soul. You can you can just rap every like tenth word in current rap. Yeah, pretty much. You're like spaghetti, squirrels, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> Can't say that. Uh, first up, I drew Jarrett, but then Kirsten made me cross him out. <laughs> uh, and then I have the smooth tones of your voice just melt my heart. <laughs> That's great. What a great background. <laughs> but you're <laughs> a little you. loud. <laughs> uh, then I have the fancy mic. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, fancy mic. So fancy. I like that he's wearing a monocle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Staffer. Uh, then I have uh, Rob opening up Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, Pulp Fiction moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, then oh, I have oh. successful surgery. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute. Oh, then good. I have uh, the the apple tree. <laughs> Jared's yeah, charming mother. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, for Apple. Yeah, he's got a beard. That's so great. <laughs> the yeah, apple the has apple a, beard. Has a beard, of course. <laughs> and like spiky hair on top. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, then I have Carousel. The music. <laughs> 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 Ghostbusters. One hundred seven nine nine punch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or Ghostbusters. Or the Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. That's um, then oh I have. Yes, he can jump. And then excellent. last but not least, that's vaguely racist. <laughs> that's, that's the makeup from the musical. I've seen it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a black person in that drawing. Yes. Okay. This isn't yeah. a white person doing blackface, Adam. <laughs> yes, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> and last but not least, I have Bye, Uncle Adam. <laughs> oh my God, you have to send that to me. <laughs> Absolutely have to send that to me. And I'm sweating. <laughs> that is it for me. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Okay. That yeah, was so Lady Doodle time. Lady Doodle Phenomenal. time. That's what that was. A plus plus. Oh, awesome. So uh, you can follow Lady at Lady Corbin on Instagram, ladycorbin.com, uh, patreon.com slash ladycorbin, and adamsank.com for Adam. And to, to listen to the Adam Sank show, you can find all of his information there. Anything else you want to plug, Adam? Yeah, you can. people can follow me on social media at Adam Sank or on TikTok at Adam Sank Official. Ooh, because Adam yeah. Sank was already taken. 
Ah, uh, son of a bitch. And it's that same uh, old guy that is Rob Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> thanks for having me. Right. Thank oh, you. Thanks for, thanks for coming so on, fun. Adam. You were, you were great. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was a lovely, lovely episode. Um, and, uh, and also, I do highly recommend Adam's Facebook posts are, are hilarious. So Thank you. Definitely follow him. Right now. All right. Thanks for being with us, Adam. Thanks for being with us, Leedy. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Outro goes here. Thanks so much for watching. Check back every Monday for new episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends how much you like Is This Anything. Or get involved. Like an episode. Share. Comment. Subscribe. If you want more Is This Anything, you got to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash ITAPod. We have a ton of awesome, exclusive content on there, and you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Check out the links in the description, and hopefully we'll see you next week.